If you've followed me for any amount of time, you know how much I love a good productivity resource, especially when that resource is designed specifically for us as assistants. Office Otter integrates your messaging apps and email to capture tasks, then helps you streamline your workflow by allowing you to prioritize and rank them. In addition to these benefits, you can also create recurring tasks, turn a task into a task template, quantify and pull reports of all your work, how awesome is that, and so much more. The best part is you can sign up for free. Check out the link in the show notes to learn more and get started. Welcome to the Whole Assistant Podcast. I'm your host, Annie Kroner. I'm an assistant who's passionate about our profession, and I'm also a certified coach who's invested in your success. You've come to the right place if you want to know what it looks like to stand in your power and achieve success as an assistant free from overwhelm and burnout. Now, on to today's episode. Hello, friends. How are you all doing today? Today, we are talking all about letting others be wrong about us. So this month in the Whole Assistant Membership, we are working on setting boundaries. And you might be wondering what setting boundaries has to do with letting others be wrong about you. So typically, we view boundaries in relation to others, but boundaries with ourselves are equally as important. So all boundaries have to be made and held with ourselves first. So how does letting others be wrong about you, how is that a good boundary to set with yourself? Well, first of all, letting others be wrong about you has amazing benefits. There are a lot of amazing benefits. And letting others be wrong about you is an excellent boundary you can set with yourself. So I remember post-stroke, my executive assumed a lot about me. Um, And she actually bumped into my parents in the grocery store. This was in my small town of Twin Falls, Idaho, where I was born and raised. And she, my parents, my mom related to me later that she had told them, you know, Annie's just not the same, is she? My parents were like, no, she's great. She's doing awesome. (laughs) You know, she's, she, she is who she is and she's loving life and she's doing all the things and she, she is super smart and she is, you know, they stood up for me in that moment, but I but I had to let my executive be wrong about me cuz my executive made a lot of assumptions about me post stroke. And so this was a good exercise for me because letting others be wrong about us will provide us with several amazing benefits. So the first benefit it will help us to avoid is it will keep us from people pleasing. So I know a lot of us like to say that we're people pleasers and maybe you are, but I'm not, I would encourage us not to wear this label as a badge of honor either. So basically people pleasing means we're abandoning ourselves. We're setting aside our needs, our boundaries, our desires to make other people happy, right? Now it's going to, it's kind of hard. It's kind of a hard line to walk because we as assistants, it's literally our job to make sure things are streamlined for our executives. It's literally our job to make sure things run smoothly. But there's a difference between doing that from an empowered place and doing that from a people-pleasing place. And also people-pleasing is tying your emotional well-being to others' satisfaction level or happiness, which whenever we do that, we can get into so much trouble because we end up giving away all our power to the other person and to their happiness. So your happiness is directly dictated by their happiness and it's kind of like a codependent like dynamic and it's not healthy or helpful at all. Letting others be wrong about you says that you care more about your opinion of yourself than their opinion of you. So 
I like this because it just keeps us in our mind. It keeps us in our brain. It keeps us in our power. If we can just allow others to be wrong about us, like I allowed my old executive to be wrong about me. She didn't know. (laughs) And she made assumptions based off of uh, my recovery through the stroke, which is understandable, right? But at the same time, I had nothing to prove to her. And so I think this is really important for all of us to realize there's a point at which we have nothing to prove to anybody else but us. And so making sure that your opinion of yourself is priority number one and letting others be wrong about you says more says that you care more about your opinion of your, yourself than theirs, which I think everybody should care more about their opinion of themselves than anybody else's. And there's a time also where we can certainly take everybody else's opinion into account and we can we can get introspective and be like, is that true of me? And if it's not, we toss it. If there's some something constructive there that we can take, we apply it. But really not obsessing over what others think about us and people pleasing and trying to um, make sure that they're happy at all costs, including our own happiness, right? That's a cost that we, that we often make when we try to people please. Um, so we just want to make sure that we aren't abandoning ourselves and letting others be wrong about us is a great way to do that. So the second thing that letting others be wrong about you will provide is that it will keep you from feeling resentful. So typically what you resist persists, allowing others to be wrong about you, actually giving them permission in your head will free you of resentment. So we can be like, oh yes, no, no, you have some misgivings about me. That's okay. I'll, sh- I'll it's you'll see through time that that's not true of me at all, and we just let it go, right? And I actually want us to allow others to be wrong. I actually want us to give permission for others to be wrong about us to that person when they make a misperception of us, when they make a misguided assumption about us, when they misinterpret something that we've done to mean something other than what we intended it to mean. It's all okay. Everybody has their history that they're bringing to the conversation as well. So allowing others to be wrong about you, giving them permission to be wrong about you will free you up of so much resentment because we aren't wishing things were different. We're in full acceptance of them as they are right now and we're in full acceptance of ourselves. So the third thing that letting others be wrong about you will provide is it keeps us from trying to control others. So I could have very easily tried to control my old executive and and I did for a little while, to be honest with you. I was so wrapped up in providing good work for her, but she was starting from the place that I was incapable of providing good work that I that I tried to control her opinion of me. I tried to control what she was thinking about me which just never ends well, right? Like you can't control what other people think about you no matter how hard you try. (laughs) And also controlling what someone else thinks about you is essentially an attempt to control them. I have no desire to control anybody else. So the only other option then is to let them be wrong about me. And maybe their opinion will change over time and maybe it won't. But either way, giving them permission to be wrong about you keeps us from trying to control them from trying to control what other people think about us. It just doesn't feel good. 
just doesn't feel good. Like I remember when I was going through what I was going through post-stroke and I was so determined. I mean, I, I had to go, I had to sit through some weird trainings and stuff after my strokes. It was just bizarre, just some really bizarre behavior from my executive. It didn't feel good. But what made it worse was trying to control her or thinking that something should be different, thinking that she should be different in some way, thinking that she shouldn't have done A, B, or C. Now, to be honest with you, like when I think about a good manager, objectively, there are some things she did that I would never do as a manager. Um, I would hope I would never do as a manager. But we can't control that. I can't control this person. So... And realize and recognizing that and allowing her to be wrong about me, just giving her permission to think what she's going to think and then to dive back into what do I think about myself and to really draw my focus back into me and how I'm feeling about myself in that moment. Like that's where the magic is at because you get to decide what you think about you. We don't get to decide what others think about us, but we do get to, to decide what we think about ourselves, which is just so much more empowering than giving our power away by trying to control someone, trying to get into their brain, trying to get into their world, which is completely different from, you know, adding value and focusing on those things. Like we spin out on all these things, right? So I love this as a boundary. I love letting others be wrong about you as a personal boundary because it just frees up so much headspace. And it really does feel good to stand in your power and be like, you know what? They may think that about me. That's not true of me. Or there may be some nugget that is true. And it's like, yep, I screwed up there. They're bad about, they're wrong about me in all these other ways. And that's okay. I'll know moving forward not to make this particular mistake again. And hopefully at in some point, I will be able to alleviate their misgivings. But really, it's not on me to be able to do that, right? So the fourth thing, which I've already touched on a little bit, is that allowing others to be wrong about you will keep you in your power. So we own what is ours to own for sure. We own our mistakes. We own we own all that is ours to own, but we don't take on what other people put on us. We don't have to take on anything outside of what is ours to own. And so often as assistants, that's exactly what we do. If someone is upset with us, we take on that emotion of them being upset with us as our problem to fix. No, you just created a circumstance for that person. How they choose to show up for that circumstance is on them. How you choose to show up in the moment is on you. So we can totally own what is ours to own, apologize if it's required or necessary, you can try to explain yourself if you wish, but just make sure that you like your reason. So if I were to have gone back to my old executive and tried to explain to her, you know, what was going on with me or try to explain a reason, you know, she'd already made up in her mind that I was doing a lousy job at work because of my stroke, right? That was, that was something that she had already just assumed or she'd already decided on. And for a while, yeah, my work was lacking because I was literally recovering from a brain trauma. <laughs> and I can see that in hindsight now and I can own that piece. But in the moment, I was so defensive that I couldn't even own what was mine to own in that moment, right? So I think it's good for all of us to take a step back and see where the nugget of truth is, but then not own any more than is ours to own. And so anyway, going back, I would, had I explained to my, to my executive in that defensive place, what was going on for me, it would not have ended well. 
And I don't think I would have liked my reason for explaining why, because I was trying to prove something to her. And I've just decided for me, this is just a personal decision I've made for me. If I'm explaining myself to try and prove something to someone, that's just not a good enough reason for me. Otherwise, I'd be spending most of my time all day, every day, trying to prove myself to everyone else. And that just doesn't make a lot of sense. It's a waste of time. It's not efficient. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm out there on social media, putting myself out there constantly. If I had to over explain, if I had to explain myself every single time I made a decision that somebody didn't like, I'd be spending most of my time explaining something, right? So you can totally explain yourself, but make sure you like your reason. Make sure you're standing in your power when you explain yourself. And uh, yeah, I, I also needed a better reason than to try and people please or try and control. So you get to decide how you show up in this in in whatever situation you're in. You get to decide whether or not you're going to stay in your power, stay in your lane, stay in your brain, own what is yours to own, or if we're going to get defensive, those sort of things. Now, I'm not going to say defensiveness does not come up because it totally does. We just want to make sure that we take the time to process through that emotion, that we sit with it for a little while, that we I do a thought download. So I will... Oh, I've got a Google Doc on my computer. I'll just open it up and I will just write all my judgments, be as petty as I want to be in that thought download, you know, write it all out. It's fascinating to see your thoughts written down on, on paper and what an eye-opening experience that is. And then once I process through that defensiveness, then I can just kind of let it go, Right. And then I can show up from a more empowered place and I can show up in my, in my power, in my brain, like, and I get to decide how I show up. So I think also we, we feel this need to immediately respond to something, but we don't necessarily need to do that either. We can also take a moment, take a step back. Even if we're in the middle of a Zoom call where we're like, oh, something feels off to me about this. You could just request, okay, can I get back to you about that? There's something I'd like to look into before I can address what you just told me or whatever. Just to give yourself a a beat, to give yourself a a break before you respond, just to make sure that you're checking with yourself, that you are not trying to control, not trying to manipulate, not trying to people please, not trying to do any of the things and that you're coming at this from an angle that you feel good about and that you feel totally at peace about and that you feel in your power about. So those are the four benefits of letting others be wrong about you. They are, I'm going to review them, uh, letting others be wrong about you will keep you from people pleasing. It will keep you from feeling resentful. It will keep you from trying to control others and it will keep you in your power. So people, friends, assistants, fellow colleagues, If you would like help with this, if you would like help knowing what it looks like to set a healthy boundary for yourself, like, and to keep a boundary for yourself with yourself, and then as an outflow of that, keeping boundaries with others as well, during the month of August, we are working on boundaries. I'm going to be teaching a monthly lesson. I'm going to be coaching weekly. If you just want to join for this month so you can get a good grasp on what exactly is a boundary and how do I hold a boundary when it's literally my job to be helpful and take care of everyone and do all the things, please, please, please join us because I would love to help you inside the membership. I'd love to help you on our group coaching calls. I'd love to offer you 
uh, the training I'm going to offer you, which is going to be so meaty. I had a hard time like coming up with topics for this month for boundaries because I have so much information around boundaries and how to set health, set and maintain healthy boundaries that I wanted to share with everyone, but I'm unable to do it on these podcasts because there just is simply not enough time to go into depth. So if going into depth around boundaries sounds appealing to you, you can join just for the month of August if you wish. So you can really get a good grasp on boundaries. Um, I would love to see you inside the membership. I'd love to help you. I'd love to coach you. So that is what I have for you guys today. Be intentional. Be whole. That is all for now. If you're an assistant or administrative professional, I'd like to invite you to join me inside the Whole Assistant Membership. In this membership, we'll be unpacking and implementing the concepts I discuss on this podcast with monthly lessons and weekly group coaching. If you want to create sustainable strategies that will help you level up while remaining free from overwhelm and burnout and learn what it looks like to own your role, use your voice and stand in your power, this membership is for you. Go to wholeassistant.com slash membership to learn more and get started.